Hello, Andrew here from Nobody Wake the Bugbear. Before the episode begins, I would like to take the time to thank everyone who has listened to us from the start. Firstly, with our Dungeons and Dragons campaign, Ghosts of Gauntlegrim, and now our first Mothership RPG campaign, Ghosts and the Machine. What can we say? We like ghosts. This new campaign would not be possible without the support of our generous Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. If you would like to show your support, you can find us over at patreon.com slash nwtbpodcast. You'll get to be two episodes ahead of the campaign, as well as get Discord access to early release artwork and audio clips. And of course, you'll be supporting the show, so thank you. Speaking of Discord, our official Bugbear Discord launched a few weeks ago. We already have many of you there already. We hope you'll join us over there to follow along with the show. We've even already had our first fan art. Thank you, Dungeon Maestro, for the cricket with a human face. (laughs) You can find the invite link to the Discord in the description below. So without further ado, from myself and the rest of the Bugbear team, we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Nobody Wake the Bugbear, Australia's biggest and perhaps only actual play podcast, as far as I know, for the Mothership sci-fi horror RPG. The Mothership RPG was created by Sean McCoy and is published by Tuesday Night Games and has now entered its official first edition release. For all those out there who are new to this system, I have but one thing to tell you. Welcome to Mothership, the sci-fi horror RPG where you and your crew try to survive in the most inhospitable environment in the universe, outer space. You excavate dangerous derelict spacecraft, explore strange unknown worlds, encounter hostile alien life, and examine the horrors encroaching upon your every move. Let's get started. My name is Andrew, and I will be the Game Master, or Warden, as they are called in this game. Andrew is an anagram of Warden, so it is only natural that I take on the role. Joining me around the table are my friends and players, Josh, John, Doug, and Samantha. Would you all like to introduce yourselves, starting with you, John? Hello, audience. I'm John. You probably know me, but if you don't, and this is your first introduction to the show, welcome. I'm uh, I'm a avid role player and rules forgetterer, but um, luckily, Mothership has got quite simple rules compared to something like D&D. If I had done like four seasons of a D&D show and still didn't quite know the rules properly, that'd be a stupid thing to do. Uh, luckily, this is the only thing we do. Okay. Sitting next to John is Doug. How are you, Doug? Hi, I'm here. I'm Doug. I'm caffeinated. I'm ready to play some Mothership. Um, yep. Okay, short and sweet, just how I like it. Next up is Samantha. Hi, I'm Sam, and I like to roll plastic things that have numbers on them. Excellent. That's a that's a requirement like playing of the pool? show. What? You like playing pool? Are pool balls made out of plastic? No, probably not. <laughs> the world's lightest pool Moving balls. Moving on. <laughs> um, let me Google that. What are they made? Is it like really dense glass? Probably like ceramic. They do break. Yeah. With like fibers inside, so they're probably like... Maybe it's. Yeah, I, I apologize that my introduction has led us into this existential no, crisis about pool balls. It's, Ready? It's resin and polyester resin. Like Excellent. different types of resin. Moving on. Thank you. You're welcome. To the final member, 
Josh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. No longer panicking about the materials used to create billiard balls and pool balls. My name is Josh. Now um, I have to leave that in, Josh. Well, that's fine. Well, I'm disappointed because <laughs> I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to say no longer panicking about something broader in your life, and I would have been free of the sigh of relief. But it turns out it was just a thing. <laughs> well, I could go again. Yes, <laughs> my name is Josh, and I'm here to play by the ship. I'm excited to have more than just a, a one shot this time because we're going to be playing, I guess, uh, a campaign. Isn't that right, Andrew? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Let's go. <laughs> this may this may or may not be the moment many of you have been waiting for. Yes. May or may not be the much anticipated end of Nobody Wake the Buck. Sorry. I mean, um, beginning of the campaign for Mothership. This could very well be, for some of you, the start of a grand adventure of listening to us play throughout one of the first ever campaigns of Mothership to be recorded. No, there's been plenty, Doug. Or it could just be like... <laughs> Yeah, just another random one-shot. All right, let's go. Let's go. For all those who have listened to the show before, you might remember us from such Mothership productions as the Mothership Colour Anthology, featuring The Haunting of Ypsilon 14, Green Tomb, Rain in Blood, and Moonbase Blues. Ah, what a classic tetralogy of content. Strap in, there's more. There is more. Or our other one-shots like Cloud Empress, The Last Voyage of the Bean Barge, Year of the Rat, Biodrones and Cryoclones. And of course, Silence on Narcissus. Thank you, John. We have built up quite the catalogue of one-shots over the last year. But now, by overwhelming demand, or by demand, we begin our first... <laughs> I'm overwhelmed! <laughs> <laughs> we begin our first Mothership RPG campaign. The patrons, they're crawling all over me! By, by somewhat reasonable demand! <laughs> Yes, by demand. Is everyone ready to begin? Because my favourite thing about sci-fi horror is the characters that keep lasting over through all the episodes. Yes, the <laughs> character development. Where Everybody you, knows yeah. Ripley deserved to be in like three movies. Yeah. We don't invoke that name here. <laughs> yeah. Is everyone ready to begin? That is a question I'm posing to the everyone. I'm ready to begin, Andrew. I'm ready to begin. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So ready. It's going to be interesting playing a campaign because it's all only been one shots for me mm -hmm, so far. Mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. so, We've done a two shot. Yeah, two. Okay, a two shot. Yep, true. Yeah. Out of the two games, three games you've played now. Of Mothership? Yeah. Yep, that's true. Yep, yep, yep. All right, let us begin. Nobody Wake the Bugbear presents the Mothership RPG Campaign 1. Content warning. Mothership is a horror game for mature audiences. It contains violence, foul language, some sexual content, and depictions of mental illness, trauma, stress, and panic that may not be suitable for all audiences. Please be advised. Hello, I am Galen Dynamics Android 201, Raphael. I am a member of the private security firm, Black Swan Security Specialists. Led by the tenacious Marine, Rian Prince, the group also consists of former Gravity Ball champion and teamster, Gordon Goodshot Good, and their military surgeon and scientist friend, Dr. Craig Graham. It has been 12 months, 24 days, 6 hours and 13 minutes since I, along with Rian and Gordon, liberated the Mercer Deep Space Logistics Vessel the CTS Merciful Dawn from assault by the new Anglican Blood Pirates. 
Upon the recommendation of the Merciful Dawn's captain, Miles Crown, the Black Swan security specialists accepted a regular contract at Mercer, providing security to high-risk transport operations. The work was steady, and the salary was good. Two months, four days, two hours and 21 seconds ago, the Black Swans received an encoded message from the Mercer DSL Special Operations Division with an intriguing offer. An offer of passage to the infamous X-Class port, Prospero's Dream, located on the frontier of Rimspace. There they will meet a Mercer contact and the mission parameters will be revealed. Itching to climb the corporate ladder, Rian Prince, Gordon Good, and Dr. Craig Graham pack their gear, sort out their personal affairs, and begin their journey to Prospero's dream. Yes, PSD, we will stay behind to manage the firm in their absence. Yes, I expect it would be very dangerous, but I'm sure they can handle themselves. And we fight out. We fade in. A massive space station takes up most of the screen's view. The huge center spire is surrounded by misshapen towers fused together with an outer ring of over 12 kilometers in diameter. Text streams across the bottom third. Prospero's dream. X-class port. Population, 8 million. The dream is operated by the Golyonova Dve Bratva, aka the Novos, or Yandi's people. A powerful criminal syndicate led by the cold-blooded Yandi, backed by the elite Tempest Mercenary Company. Together they sell the lucrative drug, Psycorax. 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 Does it, it say that there? Yeah. Alright. It's Psycorax in the play. What play? Uh, the Tempest by Shakespeare. Oh, Psycorax? where Prospero comes from. They sell the lucrative drug, Sycorax, which is supplied by the Solarian Church and distributed by the Teamsters local, 32819L. There is no greater hive of scum and villainy within Rimspace. It is haphazard, disorganized, overcrowded, and teeming with hustlers and criminals of all stripes. The dream can satisfy your deepest desires, and all it asks for is a pound of flesh. We cut to a boarding shuttle approaching one of the hundreds of small ports that make up the dry dock of the station. Inside we see a collection of new and old arrivals to the Prospero's dream. A mix of hardened teamsters, shady hustlers and modded out slick world junkies. We focus in on three people sitting near each other. John, who do we see sitting in this medium-sized transport? Sitting kind of casually, you see a big, kind of slightly dopey thumb of a man. He's He's got balding, blonde, buzzed head. He's got a square jaw. He's, he's kind of a football player. Uh out-of-work football player. He looks like someone that peaked in high school and is now just kind of like a, like a, a man who once had glorious days, basically. And his name is Gordon Good. And he's a teamster. And he says, looking out the window, 
Don't they know how to make pretty stations anymore? I grew up on Apollo Malibu. That was a pretty place. Kind of had a shining dome. What happened to shining domes? Are they not cool anymore? Answering his question is another man and friend, Josh. Who is this person? Got to concentrate really hard not to go back to the same mistake that I did last time. Which was? Changing the accent into Filipino instead of the accent that I intended. But that's the accent that, that people have had six hours of listening to. Has it changed? Let me see if I can get it. it, it it'll still sound similar, to be honest. It's just right, a just different... Just bit of continuity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can work on it. What was it that you said was cool? Don't they make pretty stations anymore with domes and shit? Yeah. That's true. I mean, uh, this is Rian, Rian Prince. He's a fairly lean and, and muscular, but somewhat shorter stature gentleman. You can see that he's got a cybernetic eye, which was previously blasted out from a previous encounter. And he's uh, looking at his friend Gordon and saying, yeah, you know, it's true. Um, you don't see them many of those anymore. It's very disappointing, huh? Well, I guess people are not so cheerful anymore. I feel like people had hope back when I was a kid. Ah, oh, there's always hope. There's always hope. You just got to hold it yourself. It's fine. Fucking A, man. But, um, what do you think we we're expecting when we get there? Well, they said this place is not so nice. I've got a feeling it's going to be full of a lot of creeps. So I guess we just keep our head down and meet with this corpo. Yeah, we keep our backs close to each other. Rian, what was your class? I am a marine, which means I am good at fighting. And I typically carry around a lot of uh, heavy weapons. So heavy machine gun and I have a new claw, which I have yet to try out, actually. Um, very keen. Very keen. Listening to this exchange is the final member that is here today for the Black Swan security specialists. Here, unknown Dr. Craig Graham. Doug, who is this person? Sitting across from Rian is a... A man who looks to be, he looks older than what he probably is. He's a man that's um, definitely been through a lot. He's got a rugged face with a black beard that sort of form fits his his jawline and his face. He's got long sort of slick back hair, a little scar running down his forehead and his cheek. He looks to be pushing close to 50, but he's younger. He's still decked out in his military gear. He has on one shoulder, he's got two patches. One's a sort of crossbone skull imposed over a red cross. And then under it is this black dog with sort of like glowy red eyes with hellhounds written underneath it. And then on his other arm is the black swan logo. Um, He's got stuff sort of taped down and into his sort of uniform his backpack's got like a shovel and a fold-out stretcher and a beacon sort of like stuck to it his helmet's got the big red cross to indicate a medic and he's sort of looking inside of his helmet peering at a photo of a a young girl and 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 an older woman he just looks up and, and goes 
Gentlemen, um, perhaps we should go over the plan again. The last time I left you alone, I had to give one of you a new eye. The other one spent weeks in surgery trying to patch up whatever the hell happened to you. Well, I got shot in the chest with a shotgun, genius. Yeah, that tends to happen. Well, we did miss you out there. I mean, we've said this before. Yeah, well, kids, man, they do that to you. Look, I appreciate the eye, though. Why else do you think I haven't used this gun yet? It's very uh, traumatic, actually. And he pulls out the laser pistol. Not quite. You're on a transport, oh. basically a plane. So they usually don't let <laughs> people just say. <laughs> they just like usually don't have heavy weapons on board a transport. That you Why do you think I haven't used that pistol, huh? Booking passage for. I assume just because it has a habit of blowing up in people's hands. Well, I haven't seen it blow up yet, but it did blow my eye out of its uh, of my face. So, yes. you know, very traumatic, actually. Very traumatic, yes. Fading out from this scene, just a few seats behind in this transport. Sam, who do we see? Who is this person? There's a woman sitting in the, her seat, just keeping to herself. She looks to be quite tall, although she's sitting down. Quite a lithe figure. Uh, her hair's cut into like a really sharp kind of shaggy pixie cut, but the back is shaved down to like a skin fade, so it starts quite thick at the top and then down to almost nothing towards the base of her neck. She's looking down at a very small, almost like a hollow projector, and she clicks the button on and uh, alien life form, like a giant worm appears in holographic form and kind of turns on the spot she seems to be studying it quite intently. This is Dr. Cameron Elias. She's a scientist who specialises in exobiology. You all hear an announcement. Yeah, how you going? We're uh, approaching Prospero's dream. Everyone, you know, keep your hands inside your seats. Don't try any shit. Don't walk around. Don't use the bathrooms. We're about to land. Get ready. Don't jerk off. I didn't hear him say don't jerk off. No jerking off, too. <laughs> it's a two-way speaker. <laughs> Damn it. And the ship approaches this massive station to one of the hundred of docking bays. And you fly down. You dock at the Prospero's Dream. Gordon, Craig, and Rian, you go to gather your equipment. You've got one carry bag with you, stocked full. You get your weapons out of the secure lockers, transport it in your bag, and you disembark. Uh, Craig will put on a, like a, he'll tuck it down so it's in and around his collar, but like a half face sort of balaclava, and he'll pull out these strange, almost three eyed looking goggles and sort of stick them onto his forehead. They're sort of like, um, there's two eye holes and then like between them above them is like another almost eye hole. It just sort of connects them all together. He'll stick that on his forehead. Uh, Gordon will also grab his goggles, his infrared goggles, and uh, just put them around his neck. And uh, just because he knows that this station's full of unsavory characters and to make sure that people don't bother him or don't try to bother him, He's going to pull out his Vibe Shetty and just have that in a little dangling holster on his belt. It's sheathed, but it's like a piece of industrial equipment, so you could get away with it not really being a weapon, but he's just going to have it with him. 
Are you all wearing insignias of the Black Swan security specialists? I guess we would, wouldn't we? Yeah, I, I, interesting. I've already stated it. Interesting. Mine. Yeah. Rian, you disembark with all your gear. Cool. <laughs> I imagine I've got a baseball cap with a little black swan little on the front. Swan on it. Sure. On my shoulder, I've got the patch. I have mine engraved on my eye. Yes. Uh, on the on the side. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> it blew some of my skull at the yeah. same time. So, you know, it has to cap that off. You so this plate. A little plate. Yeah. Yeah. The symbol on it. I like it. I like it. As you disembark, you enter this massive dry dock. Sparks fly as the harsh screeching of metal grinding fills the air and reverberates off the walls. You see dozens of shipbuilders scurry over scaffolding, dangling above these racks of ships. And... Even larger ships are docked externally and there's people in vac suits flying around as they work maintenance. New arrivals are funneled into an area and you all go through. Just stepping off the transport towards the end is Dr. Elias. Sam? So she'll sort of get her pack, pop on her back, put her hollow discs. She keeps it quite close to her, so she's just going to put that in her closest pocket, make sure that's secure. She's kind of coming off of the transport. She's got her lab coat on, but it looks like it's been modified so that the sleeves are a bit shorter, so that it's a bit easier to sort of like move around and do things in. And uh, she looks like she's just kind of wearing like a military tank top underneath. And she seems to have a scar that kind of goes from like one collarbone down into, nobody really knows how long it is. <laughs> Who knows where it goes? <laughs> You are quickly all met. There's a group of you, of various other passengers. A little shiny, featureless android shuffles up to greet you. Shiny. And he opens with very robotic, monotone voice. Welcome to the dream. Hello, I am Station Android 47. All arrivals, please follow me to the clean room. I turned a good shot and I just go, I don't know how the fuck you can stand these things. They're fucking cute, man. What do you want? <laughs> and you see there's a couple of rooms and there's these massive dudes wearing these hazmat suits that just lead you in holding these sort of guns with a huge nozzle on the end and a little tank of fluid at the back. You got that vibe shetty ready? Something tells me neither of these two guys were prom kings. Please remove all your clothes and equipment and place them in the lockers provided and strip down. Whoa. Prepare for decontamination. Get by me dinner first. What do you do? I, I comply. Yeah, I go for it. Yeah. You begin <sighs> stripping off and it's, if you imagine the Starship Troopers shower scene, it's basically, there's no modesty. Yeah. There's a few alcoves for a bit of uh, male and female perhaps or whatever denomination of the people, but usually there's no time for that. They just shoved in and then these people just begin hosing you with industrial disinfectant chemicals. You see on my buttock, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a, like a black bar of a tattoo where clearly there used to be a name that's been tattooed yeah. out. John's like, finally, I get to talk about my butt. <laughs> I've had this since my, I've, been, I've been holding on to this butt tattoo and for I've, all this time. Yeah. So hang on. So you said we do the surgery stuff in flashbacks? Yeah, not yet. Okay, well, you see that I've got... If he's going to do his, is he going to do his eye in a flashback, or is it just? No, me? I assume so, John. Yeah, what are you talking about? I've got robot knees. I've got metal knees. Oh, you're going for the ro robo knees, are you? Yeah. Whole robo knees Whole over robo there. Robo knees. 
So you just see, like, sticking out of the flesh of my knee, you just see, like, these two bolts. Like a pair of eyes, almost, in my knees. I spoke too soon and everybody finds out how far the scar goes. <laughs> it pretty much goes from, like, collarbone to hip on the opposite side. Damn, so it's, it's a, a big one. Scar. Yeah, you maybe see this woman in the, in the corner of the room. Very distinctive. You just see this giant scar. And maybe you think to yourself, wow, what's, uh, what happened to her? You see, Craig is, he's got a few little scars here and there, but he's like very, um, there's toneness to his body, but it's, it's old and it's starting to have some wear and tears. You can see it's sort of... It's begun to sag. Well, yeah. I've, <laughs> well I've got a massive, like, shotgun buckshot wound on my <laughs> chest as well, bear yeah. that in mind. So I've just got peppered, like... Little holes. I was shot point blank with a shotgun, but somehow it missed all my organs. So I've just you are immediately holes. hosed down with this chemical. Yeah. Everyone take a point of stress. Is the water cold? Oh, am I stressed? I would be used you to this be. from the military. Yeah. Here it's coming. Oh, something else is coming. This is not military uh, level like protocol. Hose, like getting hosed down isn't fairly out of the ordinary. If you're <laughs> sure, it's still yeah. stressful. <laughs> Can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring up that memory, Doug. Oh, no, no, there was, yeah. No, that's Here fine. we go. It's, it's not a you are hosed memory. down and then you are given the all clear and able to put back on your clothes. The android, station android 47, shuffles up again. Decontamination complete. Here's your O2 cred stick. Your cred stick acts as your wallet, passport, and locator aboard the station. It must be preloaded with credits and any debts or purchases are automatically deducted from it. Taxes and fees are automatically withdrawn daily. I will now state the laws aboard the Dream. Always have your O2 cred stick on you at all times. Your movements are tracked. Contraband, laser cutters, explosives, signal jammers, contagious bioweapons, and EMP tech are all completely outlawed. Doug is hastily checking his equipment list. Yeah, I think I've got a signal jammer. <laughs> is it in your prison wallet? Nobody found it while Nobody you're getting hosed down? Doug. <laughs> it's sitting in there. Hang Doug, on, do you have a signal jammer? Uh, uh, don't see it. I thought I did. I Any got... explosive charges? No, I didn't get those. I was thinking about it. I've got both of those things. <laughs> Good. Check out this explosive charge. More <laughs> on you later. <laughs> uh, what about you, Josh? Ominous. Um, I, I don't have my original equipment list. I'm trying to find... Uh, the loadout stuff. Do you so have any frag grenades or explosives or EMP technology? No. Explosives, perhaps. I might have a frag grenade or two around, but I don't know. Did what you bring it with you? I wouldn't have anywhere to hide them, and I'm not putting them on my butt because. Is it no? Is it in your bag? Did I know ahead of time not to bring them? You could assume. I'll assume. That's fine. No, no frags. Would you, have t- would you have told your buddy Gordon not to bring a freaking signal jammer? Gordon's a, a big boy. He can yeah. make his own decisions. Yeah, no, I was going to get a signal jammer, but then I remembered it was the size of a backpack, and I decided sure. I was just sure. going to get a bag instead. Here's the thing. I trust my team, so if they're going to do something, because they're all very qualified, right? Uh, I trust them to make the right decisions and even if that's a bad decision according to someone else okay. I trust them you know John do you want to roll a bit of luck 50-50 chance yeah. if you roll over you mistakenly accidentally packed a signal jammer uh, what's a luck roll so give us it's just a 50-50 chance oh so just what a d4 51 or 
No, a D, oh, we'd okay. use D hundred. D hundreds. Two D ten. Yes. Gonna say he poops a misshapen uh, lump of C four. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm like trying to distract them by talk, by talking their ears off. I'm like, you know, I ain't been in a, a communal bathroom like this ever since I used to kick Toby shorts in the balls back in senior year of high school. Uh, my backup character does have explosives and detonators on him. Yeah, you don't anymore. Okay. 83. John, Gordon, you foolishly, mistakenly packed a signal jammer and we'll deal with you later. I'll continue with Android 47. You can keep non-hull piercing weapons, but the other weapons must be stowed in a rented locker. One credit per day per weapon. The key is tagged to the renter's fingerprint, so don't lose it. Don't enter unauthorized areas, particularly the choke. Most incidences will be left to the parties involved. Anything more substantial, including breaches of the aforementioned laws, are handled by Tempest Company and the court. Please enjoy your stay aboard the Dream. Hey, I got a question, Teach. Yes, I am here to answer any and all questions. What's the choke? The choke is where the deoxygenated people live. Dead people. If you get into debt or break any laws aboard the Dream, you will be sent there. I got another question. After your appropriate court date. Yes. Uh, you said no firearms, no weapons? I believe I said you could keep non-hull piercing weapons, but other weapons must be stowed in a rented locker. Oh, okay, so, okay, cool. Are you wanting to use the lockers? Yeah. Does an SMG count as a hull piercing weapon? No. Okay, then no. Gordon. Yes? One of the bigger quarantine people, uh, once you get passed over to the next room, before you go into the hangar bay, one of the officers, they're expecting your suitcase full of gear. And they pull out this signal jammer. What have you got here, mate? Don't you read the fucking laws? It, 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 it slipped my mind, man. It, foul on my part. Sorry, dude. Is your first time here? Yeah. Yeah. You're just a, you're just a tourist, all right? Absolutely. You know, I always come to places like this when I want to have a good time. Of course. You a junkie? No. We've got enough of them here, mate. I'll come over and I'll put my hand on Gordon... Uh, on his shoulder like a big slap and I say hey you know it's our first time here right you know everything's fine you can just hold it for us and we'll take it with us when we go huh? no I'm afraid I'm gonna have to confiscate this yeah and Count then when property. we leave we take it back no that's not how it works here mate is there a way I can intimidate them <laughs> uh sure with my stature my heavy machine gun and my advanced battle dress yes but you're one man and there is how this many is, guards this is giving here? me flashbacks to like FIFOing and forgetting I put stuff in my backpack and then being like, ah, oh, shit, can I just leave it here and pick it up when I fly back Behind in? Behind this officer, there are two heavily armed Tempest mercenaries uh, with their pulse rifles guarding this office. Yeah, that's fine. Are we grading our weapons here or is this just an inspection area? This is just you getting, you're disinfected, you put your clothes back on, yep. come to pick up your bags, they've yeah. searched your bags. How about this? I buy you a drink, I tell you how I lost my eye, and uh, maybe mate, you'll think, people, rethink about it again, Luz. Mate, there's people here with lost all kind of body parts more than that, mate. It's a good story, and it's free alcohol. Look, mate, I'll give you a bit of advice. You don't want to be starting trouble here as newbies. You either obey the laws, or you're causing trouble. Yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine. So we're going to confiscate the signal jammer. And maybe you'll remember next time not to bring it on board. Okay. All right? All right, get out of here. Yeah. 
Luckily, that caused them to ignore the <laughs> explosives and detonator that I've also got. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We're going to take all that. So get this off your equipment list, mate. And since it was a, such a significant list, you have to pay a fine. How much? Snap. Uh, are they trying to, um, what do you call it? Not scam, uh, fucking... Then when their palms greased, is that what you're yeah, asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're basically trying to get fine. money out of it. Yeah, it's a fine. Air quotes. A hundred credits, please. Can I roll... It's deducted from your O2 credits. Can I, can I roll a rimwise to see if it is a shakedown? You think this is... You think Gordon has done the stupid thing of bringing contraband onto this highly iron grip of the mafia, basically, the Bradva, mm. and you're going to have talks to him about it later because he's messed up. Okay. Yeah, not a smart idea, Mr. Gordon. While this is happening, Craig is sort of like on a benchy sort of area, like just double-checking all of his stuff, yeah. making sure everything's there. You've got it Doing all. a quick, like, pull apart of his gun, put it back together, so and make sure everything's good. Sure. You enjoy playing with those if you want. Don't blow up the base. Don't lose any fingers. I hope I don't see you again, mate. Get out of here. Yeah, much obliged, Jackoff. And Gordon, Rian, and Dr. Craig. Dr. Craig is waiting for you. Didn't want to be part of the scene, and you will meet up again as you pass through the dry dock and the hangar bay. Fucking Jackoff, huh? Yeah, like there's no goddamn explosives anywhere on this station. He was pretty explosive. I mean, did you listen to him? I get the explosives, but signal jammers? Like, who the fuck cares? People that want to send signals, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Fair bump. You head into the Prospero promenade. Goddamn Sigma meals. <laughs> <laughs> and you just walk through this station of neon signs and smoky haze and people of all augmentation an orientation just walking around this place. It is a cacophony of smells and sounds. It's just a hits you. It's unlike any station you've been on. Doctor, do we have any information on where we're supposed to meet this person? Rian, do we have any information on where we're supposed to meet this person? <laughs> uh, I think it was mentioned before, wasn't it? Or I did. You are meant to you are have an appointment with a Mercer contact yeah. at something called the Stella Burn. It is a bar. Stella Burn. Uh, is there a time? Within the next two days. Are they just going to be waiting there? <laughs> They're just going to be waiting there for two days for us to show up? No, you have arrived early oh, okay. and the meeting puts you about two days from now. Okay. It's enough time for you to sort out accommodation, yep. settle yourself and meet the person. You won't see that gnarly scar on that one lady. Yeah, she was kind of tall. Yeah. I like this place. Yeah, she's like 10 feet away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, don't look at her all at once. <laughs> and switch. <laughs> okay, so... So you walk from the dry dock and you walk through. You see all these establishments. You see food vendors and noodle bars and all these exciting prospects you see people selling all kinds of weapons and drugs and all these enticing products that is completely illegal and anywhere else in uh in the sectors no one else happens to be selling explosives and a detonator <laughs> <laughs> not quite no 
And Rain, you, Rain's not the one that got What about a radio on. jammer? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Rain's definitely not the one that got hooked on Sued, right? That was the other one. No, that was the other, other one. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. However, I am addicted to painkillers. I'm almost addicted to painkillers. Totally addicted to bass. <laughs> Sam. Hmm? Cameron is already gone through. Yeah. Whereabouts are you wanting to stay? Have you, are you going to get accommodation first? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the best bet just to... I mean, what's the likelihood of my gear getting stolen from my accommodations in a place like this? It depends how much quality you're willing to pay for. Okay. Obviously, if you stay in a, some sort of hostel... The likelihood's pretty high. The likelihood would be pretty high, yeah. Okay. What would something like mid-range cost me where the risk was relatively low? There's a plenty of capsule hotels oh, around the area. You see you stop and pop. <laughs> and if you walk a, walk along a bit further, exploring the... I love time. you. Stop and pop, Clancy. I, I just, it doesn't sound like a capsule hotel. It sounds like one of those other sort of fancy-looking hotels. There's, there's that there. too. Yeah. And you also see Sleepland. The advertising 100 credits a night with secure storage. I will... The other option is hostels, which are one credit a night, and that's basically nope. you no. just stay in a hostel. We can that afford. That sounds terrible. We have like a, probably at least I got fifteen k. I've got some each. credits to spare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And okay. then if you're staying long term, you've got apartments you can rent for five hundred credits a month. Uh, also doing work on the station. Okay, I will go. Sleepland sounds better than sure. stop and pop. I have to say. So I'll get two nights sure. at Sleepland. Hello, welcome to Sleepland. I'm Frank. <laughs> Hi, Frank. Yes, two nights, please. Okay, certainly. Have you got any uh, prohibited substances or anything like that? No, I don't believe so. Damn. <laughs> okay, anyway. Is there, is there a reduced price if I did? No, I just uh, haven't got my hit in a while. Sound a bit like a Rick and Morty character there. Oh, hey, welcome to Sleepland. Sleepland, <laughs> fucking sleep good. <laughs> sleep good here, man. Hey, welcome to Sleepland. Sleep My name is uh, Frank. I'm the sleep guy. We want 100 credits a night. It's just 100 credits a night. Can we, we go to drugs? We're staying apart. Can we go to Little Bits, the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, guys. Why are you, you going to fight? What? This is Sleepland. We're really relaxed here. Why are you going to fight like that? Oh, what, sort oh. of a, what sort of equipment does uh, Dr. Yeah. Elias have, Cameron? Um, not a lot right now. But she's got her med scanner and her... I guess she wants to take her lab coat off and just look quite inconspicuous. She doesn't want to draw too much attention. And it's basically this small pod with a secure storage at the front where lots of people can sleep in securely. uh, You've got your own code for it. It's still jam-packed. Yeah, so she will find her pod and store her sort of like stuff that she doesn't want to carry around right now. She's going to keep the hollow disc. Sure. She needs to replace a lot of her equipment. So... Yeah, you loaded your cred stick with all your credits and basically you can spend the next few days browsing around and building up a list of equipment. Yeah, that's the Or you can wait a bit longer as well. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's what she's going to do is just kind of regather some of the equipment that she's lost recently. So... Yeah, the next couple of days will be just be... She's got a bit of a list put together that she needs to... Sure. You get yourself grab. settled, and we cut back to Gordon, Rian. Want to 
find somewhere to stash our stuff first. As you're walking around, there's people just everywhere, swarming. You're walking through one of the main districts. I'm making sure I don't get pickpocketed. Yeah, yes, okay. And you hear over the intercom, station intercom, maybe some screens. You hear a comm signal. Negotiations broke down recently between the Stratton Myers Syndicate and the Novos in the ongoing dispute of trade lanes throughout the sector. The stalemate is also causing stress between the Teamsters Local and the Novos as the distribution network is affected. More to come. In other news, there have been more violent attacks in Doctown as several Tempest Co. guards were injured in an explosion yesterday. The unrest has been linked to one Imogen Kane, who seems to be a prominent figure among the Hunlungs. As a result, the Tempest Co. has increased its presence in the area. I misheard that. Hung Lungs is I what heard, I got out of that. I heard Hung Ones. <laughs> She's the leader of the Hung Ones. Speaking of Hung Lungs, <laughs> a woman approaches you three burly men. Hello, darlings. Are you new here? Come and stay at the Ecstasy. We're offering 75% off your first visit. Married. This scantily clad. Oh, that's no problem here. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> you going? I'm going. Gordon's going. Gordon's got no com- problems with that. I'm assuming. You right. take you take this card off this this woman. She's quite she's quite attractive. She's about mid thirties. I just turned to Rian. Should we should we stop him? Gordon, you know we're not staying in there, right? You can. I mean, I try. <laughs> you guys got short range comms? Yeah. <laughs> tell me tell me where you're staying. All right. Do you want me to? Hold on to your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just, he just even... drops it on the floor and leaves. <laughs> I'm going now. <laughs> yeah, going now. All right. I mean, I'm going to stay at the... Uh... Do you want to drop your bags off first or are you just you, giving it to them? Do you want to... to them. How long are we here for? Well, that's the thing. Uh, I'm wondering if we do at least two nights because we've got two days for this meeting. Yeah. If we end up staying here longer, maybe our apartment's a good idea. But... If we're not staying longer, maybe we just make sure we are secure. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm going. And then I woke up and it's like, if you hear there's like a, a better or more famous brothel, tell me about that one. <laughs> no, there's nothing more famous. I'm not. I'm a whisper. <laughs> okay, no, you know, there's probably a cheaper and more famous one. I don't want to offend, offend her. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah, it yeah, to okay. you here. Yeah. I'm just like, tell me if there's like a better one. I'm just going with the first one that I find. Just remember, good shot. They always up the prices for tourists. Uh, give me something valuable you don't want stolen. <laughs> I've got all of his stuff. No, you gave me his bag. So, yeah. Yeah, except, except my money. I'm wondering, yeah. though, is it, is it $100? It's all, my, it's all on my stick. A hundred dollars a night per person, or whether it is going to be probably per person, unless you want to play bunkmates. Because then it's three hundred versus five hundred for a month. I'm going. (laughs) He's going while we're negotiating. So you walk. You walk past. You soon enough find the stop and pop uh, capsule hotel. How much is the stop and pop? Hundred credits a night per person. Yeah. Oh, I thought the sleep land was the hundred credits. It is. They both are. Oh. They're both capsule hotels. Maybe oh. they're right next to each other. Yeah. Three hundred per night versus five hundred per month for an apartment. Yeah, but that's like, are we going to be here a month? Well, I don't know. even if we're not, like three hundred a night. That's two nights. It's and five hundred. Five hundred a month is subsidized by twenty hours of work a week in the co-op. Yeah, yeah but you have to like do just, other we work. We just pay huh? up like five hundred outright. And then you have to do 20 hours well, of work. No to way. Cover the other We're cost. just going to have a capsule hotel for two oh, nights. <laughs> it's like going into a city and renting an apartment when you're only there for like three days. You don't know. Yeah, but then you're, like, it's you're putting money down. You can buy an expensive hotel or you can, yeah. you can yeah. get your stuff stolen. If you yeah. really want to be cheap, there's a one credit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
The only way to, to survive in a hostile is to assert dominance by walking in naked with nothing but the the money takes. <laughs> I'll do it. With one credit. With just like the credit chip around my neck and just the words tattooed, come fucking take it. So you go to the stop and... Oh, I can't do it. Yeah, stop and pop. The stop and... And you... Okay. <laughs> no, you that's, to the, where, that's where he's gone. Oh, sorry, that's yeah, the exit. You, <laughs> you guys go to the stop and pop while I stop and pop. <laughs> God. And... I'm a lonely divorced man, <laughs> right? Every moment of my life is pain. You shove your gear and then you take some time to relax first or do you just go out exploring? Well, on the on the way to the Capsule Hotel while Gordon's walking away, I'd be like, uh, me, you are the bar. Sure. Yeah. You guys can go to the bar early today to scope it out. You know the meeting's sort of coming drinking. up soon. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm keen yeah. for a drink. I mean, I'm yeah. not buying a drink for that asshole of a guard because fuck him. Fuck him. Sure. But... Before maybe, we do that, maybe we see him. We can be sneaky and fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. there's some drugs in this area. We could probably spike his drinkler. <laughs> Just yeah. spike him. I can't that's, wait. That's what good friends are for. <laughs> I can't wait to talk the ear off of some poor prostitute <laughs> about how I was like the champion of gravity fall. No, no. I want you to hug me while I talk. And he's like, he leaves, and then super satisfied, and then some poor prostitute. You know, I used to be like. Fuck, I'm so glad I used I to be paid. something really cool. I used to be like the greatest fighter in the Fight Club. Man, I miss those days. That's that's yep, the, yep. Uh, whatever you say, honey. I'm a star. <laughs> I'm an athlete. That's the majority of what the work is. <laughs> just sitting there while men cry. Duck. So I've heard. I just saw some of the subtle physical humor <laughs> that Doug put in there. It's like I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> What's you have to describe physical humor here. It's a podcast. There was a mild amount of hip Thru thrusting. Yeah, he was mildly thrusting while he talks about his former career as an athlete. Yeah. Uh, he can't, he can't do it. He's there for like two hours. He can't. He just can't. Yeah. <laughs> He's lost his mojo. Uh, I right. knew you were doing Singlish, but it was the la that got me at the end. I was yeah. like, yep, Singlish. Yeah. We cut back about maybe almost a year ago. We were in the medical office of Dr. Craig Graham back at their home station, their home port. Rian, you're there with Dr. Craig, sitting on one of the, the gurneys. How long after the fight would this be? Like a week, day, hour? Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks, okay. So you unwrap the bandages. Ah, be careful, huh? And it uh. looks like it's beginning to heal over nicely after the surgery Dr. Craig performed. Mm. Was that the only thing? I felt like something else happened to me and I just can't remember what it was. Did my side get blown out? No, you picked up a condition, doomed, but I didn't after, want to... I feel like after rest... No, that's per permanent. Permanent. Yeah, oh, it's okay. like, Permanently doomed. It's like getting depression. It's yeah. very hard to cure or anything like psychological. So Maybe I should have gone to the ecstasy hotel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I didn't want to hamper your characters too much. Yeah, yeah, so fair. I cleared any permanent conditions. Okay. And uh, if we lost a limb, we could say that we replaced it. Yeah, and yeah. I believe you're working on that. I was now. just trying to make sure because I I, rem I remember the eye, but I was like, I swear my side got like blown out as well, or like my leg or something. But nothing I wasn't that can't sure. be cured by surgery. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if that was the case, I just want to make sure that I've accounted for it. That's all. It's your thing, guys. Okay, Doc. How's it look? Surprisingly good. How does it feel? I mean. Everything looks weird. Has it got, like, functionality? Tell you what. Close your other eye. No. Okay. Close your, 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 your good eye. 
no, no. Close your bad eye. Give me your good eye. Your normal eye. Your still uh, your, your natural did, eye. Did you give me a bad eye? I thought you gave me a new eye. <laughs> well, I gave you a new eye. But no, there's no eye there. <laughs> this is you installing the eye. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's sort of. Uh, he's just like this is gonna. Oh, it sounded like he's. You said he performed the surgery already. No, he said un- it healed over over after. Before he I got surgery. interrupted, I said he was unwrapping the surgery, and it looks like it's healing nicely, and it's just a hole in your head. Oh, okay. Oh, it's still okay. a hole. Yeah. Yeah, do- I can't close that eye anymore. It's gone. <laughs> well, the, the scarring itself looks good. I think it's about time. Are you ready for this? Not really, but uh, what are my options? Well, your options are, do you want to go under or not? I mean, best chance for success? It's going to hurt like hell. Okay. It is, um... Um, there's options for cybernetic eyes, right? Yeah, wheel out the options, Craig. Oh, uh, okay. It's all right. Do you have them? Uh, I can get them. Okay. He opens his lab coat jacket and there's like Doug. five cybernetic eyes. Doug, it's improv. It's the this scene. This one has flames oh, on the let's, side. Let's go. Oh, I <laughs> thought you were saying there was legitimately options on that list. I thought there were, le- yeah, I, I mean like, I thought there were options like one with like a HUD or a thermal or night vision or whatever. Sure. The, yeah, so I can't remember what the options were. How much are you willing to pay? Well, I just got paid 25000 for doing that job. The options are whatever the hell you goddamn give me and then I'm going to put it in. It's B-Y-O-E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your own eyeball. I want to make sure I'm not, like, I don't know, giving myself the ring of three wishes. Yeah. <laughs> it is 5,000 credits for a biocular implant, yep. a bargain basement one, that features low-light heat vision okay. as an upgrade. And then what's the top end? Or you, is that it? That's, that's the about only... the toppest end you can get access to, Dr. Craig, without a professional... Uh, cybernetic implant yeah okay Okay. but once the main prosthetic is in like the actual eye can be replaced or something down the track maybe you're installing cyberware so you get a socket equal to your strength in the order of 10 so for every 10 points of strength you may install one piece of cyberware sure but you're saying like the infrastructure of the eye will be there, so you yeah, could like pop it out and put like, a new eye in. Yeah, it, because there's a hole there. I'm yeah. assuming we have to put all these plate and sockets and stuff. So when the ball goes in, if it's not a great like a you know, top tier ball, if I want to upgrade it later on, yeah, I can uh, get some shiny balls. Yeah, yeah you, you just can. have to go through the buy it and go through the surgery again. You play pool. Yeah, <laughs> the ceramic and poly polyester. Yeah, the oh, cheapest option is just an eight ball. <laughs> like a, it's like a so, homestuck. Are you? Okay, do you guys want to role-play this yeah. scene or not? Well, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I knew all the options because it made it sound like there were other ones that were available. All right, let's go. Okay. I open up a little box and I uh, put on my little surgical gloves and I, I pick up the eyeball. He always talks like this when he's installing. Yes, and I very gently start the... Hey, Doc, that's a new glove, right? You know, you're reusing them? This is the one that I used on Gordon's uh, physical the other week so it should be clean enough and then I um, start doing my thing a little bit of surgery this bit connected to that bit connected to this bit and that goes through there he sings so a little song I think song. you should have put me under this is torture gripping, <laughs> gripping role play this is worse than the pain it <laughs> <laughs> reminds right. me of Dr. Nick from the Simpsons <laughs> <laughs> the connected to my wrist watch uh oh <laughs> did you explain the risks of the surgery uh uh, uh, no. You said it would they hurt. Know. All right. They, they know. Ooh, yes, it will hurt. Yeah, it hurts like motherfucker. Um, we, I don't know if I have to roll or he has to roll. Oh, what do you think? Uh, it's I a body save, so it would be the person getting installed into. Mr. Oh, I thought Rian, there was an intellect. Maybe that's the uh, the splicey thingy. Mr. Rian Prince. 
Are you a professional cyber surgeon, Dr. Craig? I'm a professional surgeon, surgeon. Is cyber surgery and implants your speciality? No, it's more like um, pulling bits of say lead yes, out of people's yes. bottles, <laughs> bodies. Literally pulling metal out of people. It's, it's probably not my first time putting some cyberware in, but it's not. So let's let's not say a plastic surgeon. This is let's say he's experienced, but it's not his specialty. Let's yeah, say you've I've just done it a couple of times. You're still at a Mercer facility with yeah. all the amenities in it. It's a high class port. Yeah, and it has options available for you so you may have advantage on your body save mm. sweet oh okay mr rian so i don't get to roll surgery roll you're, surgery. you're a surgeon you don't have to roll for it oh okay. you're a surgeon yeah it's not good it's exciting <laughs> no it's not <sighs> that's unfortunate yeah <laughs> bite the leather <laughs> it hurts like fuck and I'm just like you know I did say you could go under if you wanted to oh he's definitely gone under it's installing cyberware oh okay uh, uh I can't like add a trained military <laughs> nope you can't cheese this one. Oh no so it's 52 over 37 okay so you failed yeah one on the d10 you do one point of damage to poor Rian oh good and yep. you gain a malfunction yeah mm -hmm. In the eye? Yeah, probably. We'll find out. Mm. I don't want to know. It's not my fault. You just got a budgy eyeball. Let's bring up the malfunctions table. It was a bargain basement it, eyeball. It was, yeah. You found it cheaply. Who's fiddling? Me. I'm trying to see if my <laughs> dice... He's nervous. I'm trying to see if my dice could have even possibly rolled under 30. <laughs> you can't keep... Yeah, roll yourself out of this one, mate. All right, malfunction. It's exciting. Page 17. All right, here we go. D100, would you please roll a D100 for me, Mr. Rian Prince? Watch as he gets a 30 now. 57. 57. Painful. This eye is now a constant source of chronic pain for you, Mr. Rian. <laughs> We've all got chronic you're join, pain. You're going to join the Painkillers Club? The club. Join and the club. All healing through rest or otherwise is halved. Oh. <gasps> Ouch. That's terrible. Is there any way to get that fixed from a doctor? <laughs> a real one. A real doctor. Hey, <laughs> I got Craig. 71 on that roll. I, I, I go under 71. It is not my fault. So you can get him to take the eye out and do it again. Get a, Maybe the model didn't gel with your eye <laughs> enough, but we'll fade out on that scene. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Hey, Can we say that it's poorly installed so that it's not <laughs> properly fitted in Can the I, socket or something? Yeah, it's that's like bolting well, it, a bit. It's just, it's going to be chronic pain is, is fine, but I think at some point I'm going to want to... I critically succeeded to... on a surgery roll, so you can... Oh, shove it. He's got chronic pain. Yeah. It's just something that happened. It's just uh, too big for your head. <laughs> I was like, I will roll he, to he see just how good my surgery was. In my eye <laughs> socket. And we come, we come back. <laughs> It's, it's the teacher from Daria. It's like the massive <laughs> And you are now walking through the streets. Rian, as you walk through, the blinding light of all these neon lights just hurt your eye just a little bit. And you maybe remark to uh, Dr. Graham. Oh, fuck, this eye is so painful. I told you not to get the cheap one. It's the only one you gave. It's the only one we could, you could get. I could afford a better eye. Did, just, why, did you? I told you to supply me with the eyeball, and I will put it in. 
Fuck it, I'm not the one who can buy these things, huh? And we cut to Gordon. Do we? <laughs> Do we need to? And we cut away from Gordon. <laughs> and we cut to Gordon. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Um, Next morning. How do you feel? I feel so good. <laughs> you can so describe good. as much as you want, John. <laughs> Let me put it this way. He manages it, but uh, he gets vivid flashbacks to the Merciful Dawn when he sees naked people. So, like, the lights, like the red light district kind of thing. Well, the, the neon lights. The red mist. Oh, yeah, you go to this... Uh, you go to the bar, Sam's bar. Yeah. And... You get led down into the ecstasy. Yeah, <laughs> this is fucking of, of the stellar burn. It's the it's the bar of Prospero's dream. It's dark. It's smoky. It's filled with strobing lights and flashing lasers. Red light opens up. This pinkish red glow. This is the place to unwind. Much of the station business deals are handled here in the private rooms. There's gun drones that just float around at the top of the. The ceiling just monitoring and there's tempest company guards situated at the door you pass by sem's bar which is the club level and you head down into the lower level you're led by this lady uh, let's call her what we call her godiva godiva Lisa. my name is godiva and you're met with indil who is this cybernetically augmented woman who's like the leader, the head of the ecstasy. The madam. The madam. madam. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) Josh has returned and she just rakes these long metal fingernails down your face. Hello dear. Have you come to sample one of our many bounties? Yeah. Very well. A hundred credits to get in. Done. Would you like a selection? Let's not do this whole bit. Um, <laughs> wrap, wrap Let me present you with the menu. Yes. Yeah, here's the menu. It's 75% off because you got to do it in okay, pieces. Listen. When she was like, have you come to sample our bounty? The first response that I thought it was, I could eat. <laughs> it's more like 75% off for this lady. Yeah. This is her deal. Okay. And you do the deed. So the point is, Gordon, Gordon hires the services of a sex worker and... He, he, as he's, he's, and you may clear that stress, John. Oh, nice. nice. Um, but as he's doing it, he keeps getting flashes to the Merciful Dawn because of the red lights and everything, and like the the metal augmentations and that woman. Well, hold on, that stress, John, <laughs> and, and everything. And it's like he looks down at this woman, and like for a second, it looks like her entire abdomen is cut open and is missing organs and stuff. And like, um, he just has to like shut his eyes and like squint. <laughs> Squeeze them um, real tight. Squeeze them real tight. You know, Donnie, you look real good with the lights off. Let's let's get these lights off. And it's like he used to he used to do this all the time. He used to he's a, he's a teamster. You know, he used to go to brothels and all that. But it's like ever since the Merciful Dawn incident, he can't quite enjoy it as much as he used to. Sure. And uh, well, he does his business, and uh, kind of sadly goes back to the bar they said they would meet in. Which is upstairs. Yeah, I just go back upstairs. <laughs> so was 100 credits with 75% off? No, that's separate. It's 100 credits to get in. 100 credits to get in. Jesus. So how much did it for uh, a girl? 50. All right. Not bad. 
and we fade out. You could pay for 50 days in the house for <laughs> 50 days in the share house. So the day passes, you're all settled. You maybe look around the place. You scope out Stem's bar. Pretty quiet during the time you've arrived, but towards the night time, that's Prospero's clock set by, it just starts going off. It's filled with all kinds of the clientele of Prospero's dream. You see off-work teamsters drinking our way their, their sorrows, sitting at the bar. You may have seen a young man wearing a cap speaking to the proprietor, who is Yuri Sem Sevenoff, who runs the club level and is often behind the bar. Crawling its way across the bar is a ginger tabby cat. And you scope out the place, looks like this similar sort of uh, meeting place, and you know... I'll give you a map. Let's give you a map. When's, when is Sam's character going to do something? On the map. On the map. On the <laughs> Poor map, Sam. It's like... On the map. Yeah, don't worry, Sam. We've got to do Gordon's prostitute <laughs> plot. Deeply, deeply detailed sex Just scene. in depth. So I've got to give the fans a... Listen, I've, know, gone the the D- I've gone on the D&D subreddit. I know they get far more explicit than that. <laughs> For the more explicit version. You want to do what to the dragon? Yeah. Uh, subscribe to Patreon if you want my full written out erotic scene. <laughs> I, was just about, I was just about to give Sam her scene. Go. Yeah. Sam, two days have passed and you find your meeting is coming up. Starts in about an hour. You make your way to the Stella Burn. You walk in. Yep, I walk in and like you... I belong there. Sure. I'm just trying not to draw attention. You see... Yuri, Sem, at the bar, and he greets you. Hello! Come, come. Are you new here? Yes, I think, uh... I am Yuri Semenov, but everyone calls me Sem. You can call me Sem, too. Can I get you a drink? There's plenty on the menu. Just have a look. Mmm, yes. She will have... Oh, wow, there's an actual menu? Should have fucking told me this, Andrew. I would have made some drinks. Mm. I'll take a Vespa, please. Oh, yes, one of my most popular drinks. And he goes and pours three measures of gin into one and one measure to vodka and half a measure of Lilith. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Lilith. Shaken with lemon peel, 30 credits. Shaken, not stirred. It's the James Bond drink, which they call the Vespa. Oh, no. That's a dry martini, isn't it? What is a chat grub? What's this? What's a chat grub? I don't know. Make it up. What do you think a chat grub sounds like? Oh. Some sort of worm that you just stick in your uh, Yeah, some kind of drink? protein, like protein farm. Yeah, like the Mexican drinks with the little worm in it. Oh, nice. Perhaps? I'll take a sip. How um, do you find it? Well, it could use more gin, really. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> you saying I can't make a Vespa? I mean, it's definitely a Vespa. Is it the best Vespa I've had? Perhaps not. But it's up there. Holy shit. So I'm just looking at the prices of the ecstasy stuff. It says, so 100 credits for an hourly rate. Overnight's 1,500 credits. And then for a recording of your time, oh, 40 credits. I thought that was 40K. (laughs) 5K for someone else's. You can buy someone else's, presumably without their knowledge, right? Yeah. You can just buy someone else's time yeah. for five five K. <laughs> Sorry, just tell the audience what you're looking at. I'm looking at the ecstasy uh, menu, basically, like all the prices for the various things you can do at the brothel. 
and it says that you can pay 5k to just buy someone else's video of them <laughs> in the in you know yuri uh sam says to you was i was going to give you a, a rumor but now you'll be so rude i know i don't want to do that what are you here for i'm just here uh, look i just need to be honest would you prefer i lie to you i don't care lots of people lie to me oh go on give me the rumor sounds like you want to <sighs> all right since you're new here have you heard of the great tree it is quite the attraction here about the prospero's dream i have not heard of the great tree sounds like a i can't say it too well but it's in the solarium the invictus soul is where the tree is where the drug comes from you can go see it lots of pilgrims come it's called the iron valkia or something like that that's what the tree is called yeah it is the oldest tree on prospero's dream it is massive and is where the fruit comes from that makes the psychorax you say pilgrims go there yes of course the the solarian church leads that area you can go pilgrims can go and, and visit if you want it's over at the farm excellent i will Make tip him five credits oh thank you any little bit helps eh doesn't it just and i'll continue to yes. sip my drink you sit at the bar your meeting is about 30 minutes walking into the bar just in time it's gordon craig and rian uh new customers please come sit at the bar what can i get you i'll just take a beer thanks i'll uh, turn to the hat man next to me and go he's not there oh this was the last this is the day ago when when old Gordy was having his rocks off. Uh, what's, uh... Gordon, why do you still look stressed? <laughs> Gordon. Why do you still look stressed? Gordon, why do you still look stressed? You should be more relaxed. I got shot in the chest with a shotgun, man. It's still kind of hard to get over. Buzzkill. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Gordon had no therapy in that one year. <laughs> Absolutely none. Like, no. I get it. Get it. I get therapies, it. Therapies for pussies. He, would never, <laughs> he was he was gravity ball champion Gordon Good. Excuse me. Don't need no therapy, man. Yuri says, uh, hello, newbies. Come on. Come sit down. Buy a drink. Spend lots of money. Uh. What's good? I need something that kicks like a mule. Well, if you want the... What have we got here? Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Or maybe that I said kicks like a mule. <laughs> well, I can do a double shot of Modori. I'll take a victory, Jin. That sounds fun. Sure. Stick, sickly, oily smelling, acidic victory gin. It just tastes like bathtub gin. Oh. oh. Excellent choice. You have wonderful Burns. taste. Oh, I love it. What Nothing about like you? Knock off gin. And he looks at Rian. Yeah, I think a smoky. You look like you drink all the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what do you want? I want the smoky. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you take a smoky, Gordon. Uh, Gordon just will take a beer. Yeah, and uh, you can see him sneaking little pain pills into the. <laughs> into a... Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you crush them up and just uh, sprinkle them in. Damn it, Gordon! I told you to go easy on those. So what are you doing here? We're here to meet somebody. What in heaven? Aren't we all? You have an appointment. I'm pretty sure we do, yeah. Yeah. Boss man? What do you call yourselves? 
I mean, you're having the conversation. That's cool. <laughs> Black Swan, security detail. Uh, let me have a look. Uh, Black Swan, uh, Black Swan, uh, Pink Eagle. No, it's not that one. Uh, uh, Damn, we should have taken that. White Swallow, that's not a good one. Uh, what else no, we no, got? They're, 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 they're the ecstasy guys, yeah. You know, it's just. Oh, one. yeah, they got Black Swan. Yes. Uh, Mid Grey Pigeon. Uh, what do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> Mauve <laughs> Pelican. Pink Flamingo. Pink, yeah. <laughs> Sequestian seagulls. Spearmint rhino. Yes, oh there God. is your <laughs> table for five, six, table for six in, in heaven. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost there. I can buzz you through, but I first have to scan you. Very good. And he brings out a retina scanner. And he opens his hand, and this little disc opens up in the center of his hand. Place your eye on my hand, please. Yeah, Gordon, <laughs> place your eye on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> good, no, no, the flash eye. Gordon. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I go up. And he's, he brain scans you. I pull my little baseball cap off so he can better access. Oh, he face. retina scans you. Yeah. Basically, not, not a brain scan. He just scans an imprint okay. to ID. This will uh, deactivate the gun drones. If I did not do this, they would, sh- they would shoot you immediately as you walked up there. You can understand security is quite Ah, oh, we necessary. wouldn't want that, would we? No, Sweet. of course not. Uh, and Dr. Craig? Yeah. Yep. You're also scanned? Yep. Cool. And lastly, Rian, your good eye is scanned. And you walk in. You ever get the feeling that something ain't right here? What are you goddamn talking about? This whole place is screwed up. I know screwed up places. So you make your way up? Well, if you mean there's something wrong with the job, maybe you're right, since the last time we went on one without you, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was pulling metal scraps out of your ass for a week. Well, let's talk to the people in charge first. You are led upstairs and taken... You see the private booths. And you know these are soundproof rooms that are shut off from prying ears and eyes and you make your way up to one of these areas sit down I'm gonna use my heat vision to look around thinking the same thing everything's hot 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 so what's the chance they make us wait a long time isn't that like protocol yeah it's fashion or fashion yeah that was the other one Honestly, I haven't been getting much sleep, so I hope they're quick. Grab a nap while you can. You know, this uh, this whole station, <laughs> I've been thinking about it, what it's missing. Yeah. Uh, plastic palm trees and pink flamingos. Yeah. I haven't been to many places, to many space just stations. Just deck the whole thing out. That's what that's what I know. Just, just put crap everywhere. It, it cheers me right up. Yeah. Christmas lights as well. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Make just, it as gaudy as possible. Just, yeah. just, you know, I shouldn't have. Sh- I should have become an interior designer. Is that a hot? That's a gun drone. Oh, okay. I think I'm assuming. Yeah, you yeah. see these gun drones, which just like a little silver skull with this opening. There's just this rifle sticking out. Gun drone. Yeah. yeah. With yeah. the word gun drone written above the token. Has sphincters for guns. Sphincters. Yeah, not quite. Sphincter gun. That's so, a completely so, different adventure. So anyway, it looked like a dog. But then it had like a thousand eyes and human hands instead of paws. And you open the door. Jesus, did they get you guys high? And I this wish. is what you see. I mean, I knew those 
Those pods were experimental, but fuck. And this is what you see. You see a woman sitting down in the chair, wearing red, reddish clothes, slicked black hair, and next to her, standing up, is this giant of a man with a blue mohawk holding a shotgun across his side. And sitting down just in front is Dr. Cameron Elias, Sam's character. Oh, hey, it's Scar. Well, you don't see a scar. You Scar, don't. Yeah, saw her. You saw her face. We saw Help her in me. the showers. You recognize. And the lady sitting down speaks. Hello, my name is Magera Grimm. I work for our mutual employer in the Special Operations Division at Mercer. We have much to discuss. Please, sit down. You sure the walls don't have ears here? And we'll see you next time. Dang. We got so much done. We got so much done. And that is the first episode. How do you feel, John? How do you feel, Sam? You're all here together and you're all meeting yeah. your contact. You are here. Oh, what is this, a crossover episode? <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel to get back into your characters, Doug? Your I, character. I mean, it's the first time I got into I know, this that's why I asked you first as a joke. <laughs> so you think Dr. Craig, obviously, we, we saw or heard of on the phone during one episode that yeah. I played him. Hey, sorry, can't come. Bye. Yeah, basically yeah. that was it. But you, you feel happy with your characterization? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's good. I, I'm enjoying him. I, I feel like I'm going to continue to enjoy him. Good. Rian, how about you? Yeah, I'm quite happy. Except for the eyeball thing. Yeah, that's a sad. It's bad role, sad. mate. Chronic pain, man. We've all experienced it. Yep. Just one of those Every things. Every fucking day. Just one of those <laughs> things. I just love the, the reoccurring joke between like me and John's characters both have chronic pain just fundamentally. I mean, like, look, even with advantage, like I, I've tried so many times. I can't roll under a 50. Oh, because you didn't read any of the Discord, everyone gets a roll, resolve point where they can do a free re-roll. Probably oh. should have used that. There you go. Yeah, probably. Maybe next time. Sam, how do you feel? How do you feel about your character? I know we didn't see much of her, but I'm sure we can start with a nice flashback after we've done this uh, operation, after we've got found some information about your mission. Yeah, for sure. You're I mean, obviously all meeting together. That's it. That's it. It's going to be an interesting dynamic, like hearing all the other characters and, and them doing their thing. I think it's going to be really fun and interesting. Yeah, I apologize if it. the three of these guys overpowered things for no, a little no, bit. No, 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 no. It's good. It's good. It, it lets me know where everybody is kind of at and so I can meet them where they're at. So that's good. Yeah, you guys can hit up some banter once you all introduce yourselves because this is the team. Mm -hmm. This is what we got to work with. And lastly, we have Gordon. Good. Oh, it fits like a glove. It's just, it's, it does. It's so easy to play. <laughs> yeah. Gordon. It's, it's, it's shot. Like, shot. Let's avoid that. But um, so I think, think call me good shot. The listeners would remember your your trinket is a well thumbed porno man. <laughs> yes. yes, it is. Didn't we? Didn't you like change that though? Didn't you? No. Like, oh no, it was a joke because it was like it had your wife's face cut out into it. No, that was like, a, I don't know, a, it was a like bad a, taste joke. Oh, yeah. like, now I'm, some of the pages. I'm just leaning. I'm just leaning yeah. into it. I mean, why? Well, why dance around it? But um. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's great because he's got a very easy voice to do. Like, it's not, it doesn't require lots of brain power. So I'm not at risk of slipping in and out. And his personality is also very simple to role play. So it's not, there's not a lot of nuance or, or it's not very, he's not very complicated. No. Uh, he's quite archetypal. So a, a classic Rambo like character for Rain in Blood. Yeah. Uh, I think people who've 
who know would know that he's inspired by Bud from the Abyss, a 1985 movie by James Cameron. Yeah, uh, just a proper working man, you know, and just a small town girl. Yeah, he's fun yeah. to play. I like it. I love his little photo, like his little thumb photo. It just it looks like that that slightly racist PT teacher that it, like in every school. What? Come on now. <laughs> That's oddly specific. I'll, I'll pay that, sure. That, that, just that one PT teacher. That he does have that energy. He looks deep like, down. like 2% Conehead. <laughs> Come on, like let's, not bash, let's not bash Gordon on I mean, the first look, I, I was just thinking of the antithesis uh, of like the, the op- opposing force in Avatar, like that, that oh, general yeah. captain Forage. guy. Yeah. 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 Alright, that was episode one of our campaign of the Mothership RPG. We have been Nobody Wake the Bugbear. If you're still listening now, even through Josh's grabbing uh, candy and shit like that, you must have mm. liked... <laughs> you obviously must have liked the show, so don't forget to drop us a like or a comment. Tell Josh to stop that. We really appreciate it. I'd also like to thank all the people who have supported us on Patreon. Thank you, Nubus, Chris, Ario, Tom, Gwilgi, Dungeon Maestro, Watt, Stam the Man, Bearded Tit, Hard Beats, Samantha, thank you, Samantha, hey. Air Node, another Chris, Alexandros, Briefcase, not together, Alexandros, then brief, Briefcase, Adrian, Ricardo, Salty Vampire, Divinity 711, Donnie, Kick Maniac, Ben 10, and Dirk. Hey. You're you're, what? Ben Tennyson? Yeah, the ben, whole Ben 10. Ben 10, all 10 of them. Oh, oh. Wait a minute, what's this? Something's in the room. <laughs> Oh my god, it's the bearded tit. Bearded tit. <laughs> bearded tit landed my hand. Speak to us. Josh, stop eating fucking tit. <laughs> Your generous support. Thank you, thank you, tit. Thank you, tit. <laughs> Your generous support makes this show possible. If you would like to support the show, you can head over to. If you, I'm talking to you, you would like to support the show, you can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash NWTB podcast, or you can support us anytime for free. By liking our socials, leaving a review or a comment. We'd love to hear from you. John especially gets off on it. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you in space. Smash that like button. Said you made me remember us from such, and I'm like, hi, I'm Troy McClure. That's exactly yeah. where I was. <laughs> yep, 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 exactly. That's we we do the occasional for. Simpsons reference. Oh, I was, nothing gets me better than a Simpsons reference. They're applicable to everything. I was yes. watching these guys playing like a, the virtual Springfield game where you just explore Springfield, and then Troy McClure comes up, and the guy just goes, "Murdered." <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you can't say that. All right, let's go. I've been stuck in the endless loop of um, Sneeds, Meads, and Seeds memes. Oh my god, what a... You ready to play? <laughs> Amalgamation of words. Ready to yeah. play? Yes. Formerly of Chucks. Here we go. Along with Ryan. Along with Rian or Ryan? What's the difference? Uh, it's Rian. Rian. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's those don'ts, uh, I think they're pretty cool, but no, I know what you mean. You don't see them no more. That's considerably different. You going with that? <laughs> Leave it alone. Look, I'm trying... <laughs> Over the year, he's changed. Okay. If you're I'm trying to go for the accent that I originally originally intended. Okay, it's just okay. because it, on, on that one shot that I got stuck. Yeah, 
That's the only reason why. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck, I didn't I? And so I, I'm considering this as a redo. <laughs> but okay. that's okay. I can I can go back to the old re if that's what you guys prefer. Uh, I feel awkward now. <laughs> okay. I just don't know what I can use. That's all. Uh, you need a dial-in word. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Honestly, the word true, true, which is through, but it's true, um, is my is my word that gets me in into the right mindset. Very good. Okay. Yeah. No, that's true. The choke is where the deoxygenate deoxygen deoxygenated people live. Oxygenated. Deoxygenated people live. The music did me dirty there because we took too long. Yeah. Yep. Better handle these. What? Handle these? Handle these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking was going to do it. Damn it. <sighs> yeah, that Doug? I just took a sip and I didn't make weird slurpy noises in the microphone. Hang on. Let me see if I can. No. Nah. No, sorry, I no, can't try, do it. Yeah, here's try your again. intro. Just do it without the, the, okay, the softer. No, no, no. No, I can't quite get it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta kinda like... You're just going to let it fall into your mouth, you know? Just going to pour it in. Guys. Hey. I mean, come on. Shiny. We got so much done. <laughs> you got a lot done, didn't you? I got myself Did done. John. <laughs> what? It's going to clear my... Well, we before so we can do the outro. Oh, so we can right, talk sorry, still. We're still on. in the episode. <laughs> Anything more to say? Feeds and seeds. Are you ready, Doug? <laughs> See, yeah. that's why we can't do live. Go, hurry up. We're waiting for you. In your own time. <laughs>